Hello and welcome or welcome back to Running on Pixie Dust, my podcast and YouTube series talking all things Orlando life and training for the Dopey Challenge 2023 for the very first time, which means running the 5k, 10k, half marathon and full marathon equaling 48.6 miles. So welcome to episode 14. I am your host, Annika, and be sure to check out last episode for a recap of weeks 15 through 19 of training. I covered how training weeks went, but also we had a run Disney weekend, wine dine weekend. Well, wine and dine half marathon. I don't even know like actually the full official name of it. But I did a little recap of that and why it sucked. Um, I mean, it didn't like suck, but it just didn't go like I wanted it to go. It was not in my favor. Mostly my fault, but <laughs> be sure to check that out. Um, yeah. Welcome to week 20 and 21. I fully intended on recording the week 20 recap last week, how I would normally do like week by week. And then I just kept being like, oh, I'll record it like later. I'll record it tomorrow. I'll record it tomorrow. I'll record it tomorrow. And then a whole week passed and I was like, oh, a whole other week of training went by. So we're just going to combine weeks 20 and 21. I mean... Are we shocked? But hey, I'm I'm trying my best. So um, episode 14, I will be covering how weeks 20 and 21 of the Jeff Galloway training schedule are going. I did put in new trays of my Invisalign today, so I might sound extra lispy. So I apologize in advance for that. But I gotta, I gotta put time in for them because there are days when I just don't even put them back in. If any of you have done Invisalign, like you guys know, leaving your trays out for hours and hours and hours puts you back on the timeline. So we gotta, we gotta stick with it. But, um, okay. Hello. Hi. We are literally a month and a half away. Help. Help. Oh my God. I have my little countdown buddy here which if you're on youtube you can check it out um it's a countdown from the shop disney um products i mean i bought it from like world of disney but i think it's also on shop disney but i they had like blank days until little cards so i use my label maker and put a days until dopey and now it sits on my desk and haunts me and laughs at me so um may or may not recommend that to you but (laughs) But if you're on YouTube, you also notice that I don't have like a stark white wall behind me anymore. I mean, it's still there, but like I added my little Christmas tree and my little Olaf to uh, brighten things up, um, trying to get things situated. I reorganized things too, and I think I hate it, but one thing at a time. So we're just going to jump right into it. Highs and lows for the past two weeks. There has been quite a few. So like, let's let's get into it. My first high, I had a really, really good 6.2 mile run, a little 10k, a little 10k training run to kind of redeem myself from wine and dine because it just, I felt so terrible during it and I did not perform my best. It like was not a good run like weekend as a whole because I did the challenge. So, I mean, there were multiple runs, but 
it just like oof i was feeling really really defeated about that and i said this in the last episode how wine and dine was basically like a dress rehearsal for dopey weekend kind of to give you a little taste but since it went so poorly i'm hoping that that means the show the main event aka marathon weekend goes more smoothly and like i really really woke i really really i really really woke up after having such a poor one night weekend and had a little little chat with myself like girl get it together because i do not want that to happen for marathon weekend because it's so much more demanding physically and mentally that just like there's no way i can pull that kind of crap uh then so i went I get into my runs in a little bit, so actually I'll save that in for later. But next high, uh, Black Panther, Black Panther, the new movie Wakanda Forever came out, and I loved it. I I always go and see the new Marvel movies. I'm a big Marvel girly, and every now and then I might just start from the beginning to watch them all for fun even though i've seen all the movies a million times i will say i prefer the movies more than the shows that come out on disney plus but anyway wakanda forever came out and i was there opening night the thursday night which is the real opening night so oh my goodness i won't give anything away other than i was sobbing the entire movie so i thought it was a really cool movie i really enjoyed it and yeah that's all i'll say about that because i don't want to spoil it i feel like i can't like talk about my review really without like spoiling the movie so anyway uh, my next high was I went to Disney Springs and saw all the Christmas things out saw the like Christmas tree stroll situation even though it's not like a trail like it used to be in past years which I actually prefer because then you have all the trees in one spot and like yes I like the sprinkling of the trees throughout all of Disney Springs but like Disney Springs is huge and I don't know you can't you have to like really want to go to every single tree and that's just like so much work whereas I really liked it when they were all together and you could see them side by side and all that but I mean it was still fun it was cute to see all the Christmas decorations everywhere in the store selling Christmas things which I mean my house has been decorated for Christmas since like November 2nd (laughs) like it's it's serious in this house because one it's my first Christmas in my first home And I'm not going home for the holidays. My parents are actually coming shortly after Christmas. So I just really wanted to bring so much joy and festiveness and look like Christmas threw up everywhere. So, I mean, I've been posting on my Instagram stories usually, like my little Christmas decor peekaboos. But I really went all out. Like Hobby Lobby was having 60% off of Christmas decor. I was buying all the Christmas things from Target, like literally on on Halloween, like, (laughs) but I just really wanted to be on top of it because I knew for Halloween, I did not go all out and because I had just moved into the house and like, it's just, there were so many things that I was worrying about at the same time that I just didn't really get into the decorating spirit and halloween's my favorite holiday so i was kind of bummed that i didn't really get to go full out for the halloween decor so i was like you know what we're gonna pick it up with christmas and even brought it into my office because i was like this is my house i can do whatever i want so i'm making it rain christmas everywhere 
So that was really exciting to kind of go out and experience Christmassy things outside of my home because I've been already celebrating for weeks. <laughs> um, but it was also really productive because you know those times, maybe you don't, but I have times where I let all my returns build up like from stores and stuff. Like I let them all build up and then I'll end up having like a million things to return for, to like a hundred different stores. And I had been sitting on these bags of stuff for probably like months, like way over the return period, I thought. But I went to all the stores and they all took my returns. So it was just great. Got those all done. But now, of course, I have like different returns I need to do. So it's just never ending. But that was fun. Um, let's talk Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, if you've been living under a rock, then you don't know that Taylor Swift Eras Tour tickets went on sale last week from when I'm filming this but it really really took a toll on all the Swifties and Ticketmaster crashed so hard because one there was a pre-sale for Taylor Swift fans and I don't know like the exact lingo or title of like the pre-sale and stuff because I hadn't gotten that one because when I first tried to register as a verified fan it like that website was crashing and I just couldn't and then I forgot to go back before the deadline so I didn't get one but my friends got pre-sale tickets or pre-sale codes pre-sale codes not tickets um so the day for the pre-sale came and they tried to log on and get tickets and was impossible they didn't get anything and Ticketmaster was kicking everyone out and the queue the situation was awful so then we waited um originally the capital one pre-sale if you had a capital one credit card was going to be later that day and then they ended up postponing that to the next day and so since um i had a couple of one card i like was able to go in myself the next day and i was like we're doing it like i am not leaving here without tickets and first off i um, it was I was on the fence for getting the Tampa tickets, which Tampa is the closest to me. I didn't think I was going to be able to like travel for any of the other cities and like obviously not get tickets for any of the other cities, but Tampa is the closest. And guess what weekend Taylor comes to Tampa? Take a wild guess. A run Disney weekend. Of course. She's coming springtime surprise, which is April 13th through 16th. Um, but her show's... I want to say are like the 13th 14th and 15th I think or no mm, 13th 15th and 16th something along those lines but anyway I was like I'm doing the springtime surprise challenge I will have to be at Epcot at like 4 a.m that entire weekend there's no way that I will be able to go to a concert in Tampa the night before any of these race days like there's just no way but then we were talking about it and I was like well <laughs> well for the 5k it could be more doable and like if I just take time off of work and like nap before and after and like my friend's gonna drive us to Tampa and then we'll be coming back super late and then I was like I can just pull an all-nighter and show up to the 5k and then go to sleep right after basically so then I was like okay like let's let's do it and <laughs> I got onto the Capital One pre-sale and waited in the stupid queue like everyone else and was so frustrated because I was getting so many errors and of course like oh another fan just stole your ticket that you were looking at and I was like 
Great. I am shocked. Never seen that one before. But I was determined. And I literally was refreshing for probably two hours straight. Like babysitting it. And of course, I forgot to eat lunch and had to go to the bathroom the entire time. But I was like, I can't get up. I cannot get up because if I get up, I will lose my chance because I was the only one who was able to get through the queue while my other friends who were trying as well, they had like the 2,000 plus people are waiting in front of you situation. Um, But needless to say, your girl got through and we are 100s level baby because that's how I do. Um, Ew, that was so cringy. Why did I just say that? That's how I do. That's giving... I'm finna be in the pit energy. If you're on TikTok, you know what I'm talking about. But anyway, sorry, side note, had to just kind of chat about that because that was a stressful time period, but also related to Run Disney because that weekend I will be dying um, because not only am I running Springtime Surprise Challenge, I will be going back and forth to Tampa for Taylor. So it's fine. (laughs) Um, Oh, my last try is I signed up for a turkey trot. Because I'm going to be that annoying ass person who does their little 5k on Thanksgiving day. And I'm really excited about it. Um, We're in the running community. I hope no one is judging me for setting up for Turkey Trot because I don't know if this is a safe space for that. (laughs) Where I feel like in any other like friendship community in like the outside world um, or like the internet, people are like there's two types of people in the world and like two types of families. Ones that go on Turkey Trots and ones that like start thanksgiving feasting as soon as they wake up um but whatever i'm excited i have my training runs to do this week anyway so i was like i pretty much do just over a 5k on my 45 minute training runs like anyway so it'll be fun to have it be scheduled it is very far and it's very early but i was like i get a cute turkey medal and a t-shirt and my friend is gonna do it with me so i'm I'm excited about it. Let me know if you're doing a turkey trot and what it's going to be like. Um, It's been a little bit chillier here in Florida. See, I'm hesitant to say that because I get bullied so hard saying that it's chilly in Florida. But like, shut up. I didn't ask for your feedback. Like, if I'm cold, I can be cold. Like, let me be cold as I'm wearing my jacket inside right now. But um, like, it's not hurting you for me to say that I'm cold. Like, just it's fine. You don't need to gaslight me. Like take that somewhere else. I don't need your feedback. (laughs) Like you are welcome to be cold where you are too. So like teach their own, live your best life. So that's how I feel about that. Anyway, moving right along to my lows of the weeks. It's been stressful and it's been like this superficial, like, oh, what a problem to have kind of stress where it's like, I have to plan out all of my beauty appointments. And if you know, you know, uh, (laughs) because if you have to have your nails done for like a certain event in the future, like you're like weeks and weeks out, like, okay, now you have to time it perfectly so that if you're going to get your nails done again, you have to make sure that it lines up to when you'll be needing to get your nails done for this future event. And the same with your hair and the same with like anything else that you need to do for like appointment wise and getting things done, and, like, waxing, and just, like, the timing of stuff, like, if you know, you know, it, that's, like, that takes some serious brain power, and mapping, and forecasting, and, oh, and, like, planning in the calendar, and, like, all my appointment stuff that I have to go do, 
like um apart from nails nails is really close to me thankfully um but for like hair and like waxing and i want to get eyelashes uh, eyelash extensions um those things are all at least 45 minutes plus from me so it's like an ordeal to make that appointment because now i've lost like three hours of a day because commuting there and back and like then the appointment itself and it like costs so much money too but like at the same time I've got well I've got the Adobe challenge uh, obviously in January which is like I do kind of want the eyelash extensions for that because I think it'll just be easier like getting ready at 2 a.m every single day but like the weekend after Adobe I am in a wedding and I like need to be prepped and primed for that mostly is like was what was like the more important aspect for like the beauty appointments are for if that makes sense so then I had to plan out well I can't have my eyelash appointment be the first one I ever do ever because I've never had eyelash extensions I can't do that like right before dopey for the first time like what if something like what if it like irritates my skin or something. I don't know like you can't have your first appointment like you just can't be right before your important thing so then I had to back it up and get my first appointment done like sometime in December and so then now I have to plan it from now and it's just all right you guys are probably thinking I'm so stupid for talking about this but I mean there's got to be someone out there listening who goes through this when you're planning all your appointments so anyway that was like really stressful <laughs> because like one, it's a lot of money for like nails, hair, wax, eyelash, like all of that. And then again, making sure everything is planned out and like whether it's like three to four weeks in between and then you had to back it up from beginning of January and like, am I going to go right before Dopey or do I have to save something until between Dopey and the wedding that I'm in? And thankfully, I don't have to like travel for the wedding. It's going to be local, but still like the timing of stuff, like I got to work in between there and I'm already taking time off for Dopey. So it's just it's it's a time and if you're not someone who has to do all those appointments and I mean technically I don't have to but if you're not someone that does do those appointments then be thankful but anyway um no I'm excited about it and it was just getting it all planned out and figured out was rough but anyway um speaking of planning planning outfits for the races now I used to be the person that would literally just either morning of the race, like literally at 2 a.m. or whatever to like 2.30 right before I left, I would just pick out like whatever and wear like the race shirt that you get for free and or some like running shorts that I don't even run that much in and call it good. And I would be like, all right, let's just show up to this kind of thing. And it wasn't really a big deal. And I mean, at least like when I first started doing uh, Disney World races in 2019. So I've come quite a ways from that point. Now I'm like, no, I have to be on theme and I have to coordinate my outfits. And if I want to match with someone, like, are we going to be characters? And like, if we're going to be characters, we have to have practical outfits and like running leggings and factoring in the compression aspect and like if I'm gonna have my compression sleeves showing they have to be the right color for the right character and all that so I mean again you don't have to do that and like no one's making me do that but like it's just so much funner that way and to be honest I like hated some of my 
I mean, not some, pretty much all of my, <laughs> my Disney photo pass pictures from Wine Dine. And I just like, mm, part of it was like, mm, I could have done better with this outfit to make it more flattering. Because if you, if you know, you know, for that kind of thing as well, it's like, I just felt so ugly and I felt like PhotoPass tried their absolute hardest to capture my worst possible angles and my outfit wasn't like helping that. So now I realize for Dopey Weekend, like when I'm outfit planning, I'm trying to make things a little bit more flattering and this might not matter to anyone and certainly my issues don't matter to anyone else because it's all about like your own self-image and like my own self-image but like at the same time I'm like I want to be able to love my photos like I worked all year for this and I want to have something to show for it that I can look at and be like I don't find anything wrong with this and I'm happy with how this came out because I know I've had it before with like other photos when I wear certain outfits that I know I feel confident and look flattering and are the way that I want them to that I can achieve that and so I want that again for marathon weekend I don't want to walk away from the weekend feeling defeated because I'm so unhappy with every single photo so that's just like where I'm at because pictures are forever but anyway um which is also a reason why I get up and do my makeup before the races because like I just like want to look super cute in my photos but um yeah not so much for the podcast, but hey, we're keeping it real over here. But anyway, so that is what's making it more stressful than it really needs to be is like I was trying stuff on and I was like, oh, God, I look so ugly in this. Like I just look so like I'm short to begin with. I'm 5'2 and like I'm aware that that is that's pretty short. <laughs> um, and the photo pass photos like photographers they're usually so low to the ground too that I end up looking like a squashed potato and I just look so much shorter because I'm so short to begin with and then it's just like I feel so it's so unflattering so I'm trying to like plan my outfits to be like okay well how can I elongate myself how can I make this more flattering and I was trying stuff on and I wanted to be cute and do like the skirt for one of my outfits and then it just ended up being the worst but like I'm glad I'm figuring that out now before I have the photos to look back on and be like, oh, wait, I should not have done that. So, I mean, I think to each their own if you need to care about it. Like, no one's going to be like, oh, my God, she wore this skirt. She looks so ugly. Like, no one is doing that. No one is thinking that about anyone else at these races. It's like, it's more just for me. <laughs> like, I am thinking that about, about myself. So, that's where we're at. But... I want to be cute, but I want to be functional. So that is also where I've been going because my leggings that I wore for Wine Dine for my Princess Jasmine costume, like they were the right color. They were like cute, but they had no pockets on the side. And I will never be doing that again. I, we got to have pockets like that. No ifs, ands, or buts because that is now non-negotiable because like I said in my previous episode, I had to hold my phone the entire time because my running belt ended up not working out. And so I got a new running belt. I am buying leggings only with pockets so that I can like, put my phone on the side and have it be situated nice and but also like easy access. So we're, we're not doing that again. Um, I thought about going just more functional routes and doing like, I don't know, just classic like leggings and a t-shirt vibes which I, I think I, I, I might do for some of the races, but like 
I know I'll have FOMO. <laughs> I'll have FOMO if I don't have a fun creative outfit. Like there's going to be so many marathon weekend because 90s themes, hello, and like the medals with the characters, like they're so good and I want to participate. So that's where we're also kind of thinking through and oh my gosh, Lululemon and Amazon are taking all of my money, literally all of it, all of it. I am trying out the Lululemon fast and free leggings because they have all of the pockets on the waistband on the back, which for the marathon, I considered running with a hydration pack, but one, for one, uh, the one that I have, it's not aesthetic and it's not cute. And then I don't know how I would do my bib and then I would have my bib in a weird spot and I just like, I think I would be unhappy with it. Plus, they do give out water and stuff like on the races. So I'm like, why would I put myself through carrying extra weight if I like don't need to and I like don't want to kind of thing. So I've been trying to think that through. But when I do my long training runs, I have the hydration vest and like I put all my snacks in the pockets and like I'm good to go. So I had to think about that like, okay, well, where am I going to put my snacks and stuff if I don't have a hydration vest, which is where the leggings came in with like the nice back pockets because I've come to find that I don't like the waist belts. Like I had, um, oh my gosh, the name just fell out of my head, but it's, they sell it at the expo. It's like basically just this uh, wiki material stretchy little pouch. It's like one zipper and it can stretch like based on how much you like put in there. But for some reason it bounced so bad and it was so uncomfortable and like the strap was bugging me and it just like everything about it was just driving me up a wall for wine and dine. So I said, absolutely not. We're going to get something else to do, deal with this. So tried on the new leggings with my snacks back there and I think it'll go well. I need to try and like practice with that. But um, I think that with the addition of a different running belt is what, I, what I'm thinking. So <laughs> if you're following along with everything that I just said, but I'm going to have my snacks in the leggings, I think, and potentially maybe other snacks and like my body glide, my like teeny tiny little body glide that I take with me on the runs in case I need to like reapply. Um, I think that might go into like the Lululemon running belt that I bought um, because one, I just think it's more flattering on me. So like I was willing to pay the extra price for that type of running belt and because I was so angry with the other running belts that I've tried that from like Amazon with like the cheaper versions or like brands that other people have trusted. But I'm like, I think I might have to be a snob on this. Like I know I'm going to love the Lulu one, <laughs> which by all means, like find what works for you. And I still love like a ton of my Amazon products that are like super, super cheap. I think like my running shorts or no, 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 my running leggings. They're by like Sunzel. It's an Amazon brand. Um, they're like $8, which like they're still fantastic and they're still great, but there's just certain features that aren't built into it. And like some of the materials, they just don't work as well. And so, I mean, I felt the need to splurge on myself for this. So happy early Christmas to me. But um, I also like to sometimes hang things off of my belt, aka like a sweat towel or if I wear a jacket or sometimes... um. 
I mean, not sometimes, it's every time during the race, instead of putting my phone back into the side pocket for when I'm running by photo pass, I actually stick it in the back of like my tutu or if I'm not wearing a tutu, then my running belt with the pop socket hanging out like so that it kind of like falls onto the belt so that I'm not holding my phone and it's not like sticking out on my thigh for like the Disney photo pass because if you haven't figured out by now, I... I'm very particular about my Disney photo pass pictures. Okay. Okay. So it's fine. But yeah. And if like, I don't know if it's going to be cold or hot, like I ordered a, a different jacket and like got to make sure it's packable because I don't know. I don't want to like, I feel like I wouldn't be able to find what I wanted in like a throwaway jacket, which like I probably could. I'm just being annoying about that, but I don't want to throw away like a good jacket either. I know it gets donated and stuff, but like, I don't know. So it's, that's just inside my brain for the past couple of weeks. Um, yeah. So anyway, those were my highs and lows, <laughs> but moving right along, um, let's talk about the Galloway plan and some of the posts I've been seeing in like the Facebook groups comparing the Hal Higdon plan and the Jeff Galloway, um, marathon training plans. So I've been seeing a lot of things saying how Galloway really just does not get you up there on the mileage and the weekly mileage isn't nearly as high as it is for other plans and while I agree I do see a lot of posts of people who were or are following the Halligden uh, marathon training plans and being like I'm getting injured I'm getting burnt out like I am running too many miles and this is too intense for me and not in the like they're not prepared for it kind of sense but more so in the like being overworked kind of sense at least from what I'm picking up from their experiences and I I kind of agree that Galloway is a lighter plan and I think it's perfect for beginners and I'm a beginner and I've found that it works really well for me But at the same time, it is making me a little nervous that like my weekly mileage is so low and that I I won't feel as prepared as I like want to feel for marathon weekend. So that's like a little bit stressing in the back of my mind and so much so that I found that outside of my scheduled training ones for the week that I really want to plan more walking and more strength training and things outside of those which I think Jeff might have even put in this planner has said this before I don't know um that like you should already be doing that outside of the plan like these are just like the guidelines for the actual training runs and like you should be moving and walking and maybe even running and strength training outside of these runs but I don't know I hadn't really been doing that as much so with Wine and Dime behind me now, I have been trying to be more on top of the strength training game as well as like strengthening my hip flexors and doing more stretches and going on more walks and especially with this cooler weather, like it's so nice to go like right before sunset since the sunset's so freaking early. But like after work, I'll take uh, my dog Cinnamon out on a nice long walk and really pushing the steps up because I know that can only help me. So as long as like you're not pushing for injury or like nursing an injury or anything. Um, So trying to incorporate that, but 
I don't know. It's scary. I'm stressed. I am stressed. I post countdowns on my Instagram story. And uh, I love I love that at least I'm not the only one stressed. Like there's plenty of people jumping in my DMs being like, don't remind me. Like, oh, I'm scared. Like <laughs> we are not alone. But anyway, uh, week 20 of training. Let's talk about it. There was two 45-minute runs and a six-mile long run on the schedule, which, again, that's only three runs. And, like, yes, there are simulation weeks that we are getting up in miles, which I will talk about in a little bit. But these, like, I don't know, lighter weeks with these long runs of only six or only seven miles, like, it still feels like it's not enough. But I don't know. I just – I don't want to push myself too hard either. And – like get injured or something so oh no but for week 20 I did skip the first 45 minute run because I was recovering from wine dine like I did not need think that I would need so much recovery time but like I did and that was also a wake-up call like girl we've done 15 and 17 mile training runs and you're telling me that the half marathon took you out like huh but and the thing was, like, I did those other runs with seemingly no problem. Like, towards the end, like, I was struggling. And I did talk about that in past episodes. Um, but you would think that if you've already done those training runs and close enough in time to, like, the actual half marathon, the 13.1 miles, that, like, it would have been easier. But it wasn't. So that was that was tough for me mentally. Um yeah, so we we had to skip that first run. Uh, and then I had a work conference in the middle of the week. And that kind of like threw off the schedule too because I had already moved, like rescheduled the run kind of thing. And then, uh, and then, and then Hurricane Nicole came, winded on in, except technically I think by the time it got to Orlando-ish area that it was basically just a tropical storm. Um, but living in my house for what three months now and I've already had two hurricanes <laughs> but it's fine very lucky and my fence actually stayed upright and so I was super happy about that but uh as far as training goes that was a little stressful because I already kind of skipped my run and now I couldn't go outside because it was storming and pouring down rain and I would blow away if I tried to go on a run but for that second 45 minute training run I actually just walked on the treadmill while I was working to kind of get that same simulation, I guess. And so normally on my 45 minute runs, I normally get like 3.4 to 3.6 miles when I'm doing like a walk run situation. That's like my easygoing pace. Like I'm not sprinting or anything. I'm not like running, running the whole time. Um, so instead of just doing a 45 minutes, I actually just aim to walk uh, about four miles and so that's what I did on the treadmill instead while, while I was like working on my desk so I mean that it was better than nothing and I think it it still gave me benefits because I reached that mileage and I think it took me like I don't know like an hour and a half or like two hours or something um I took like some pauses in between but I still got it done because I was like I cannot be skipping more runs mm-mm and then the long six-mile run, which I said earlier was one of my highs, um, I decided to make it like a 6.2 because obviously you got to go for the 10K. You can't just stop at six. Um, but the weather was absolutely great. It was super overcast. It was a little humid, but without the sun, it like 
it didn't feel quite as human. Um, which, by the way, people were saying that it was like awful weather for wine and dine, like which it was. It like rained on us during the half marathon, and it was um, pretty humid, and it got a little warm uh, once the sun came up for the half. But it didn't feel like I like I didn't walk away being like, oh my gosh, that weather was terrible, because it was like, oh, I mean, it was warm and humid, like. Yeah, like, what do you mean? <laughs> but I think because I live here and train here, that that does give me a leg up a little bit in training because then once it cools down, I'm like, I'm fast as boy. Like, I got to go. And it works in my favor. So everyone screams at me when I'm saying, I'm cold. And it's like 70 degrees, um, which at this point, like, I'm just trolling you all now. Like, I just want to make you angry because you guys all bully me when I say I'm cold but um <laughs> then I'm like when it's humid and hot I'm like oh like what do you mean it's terrible like this it's just what do you mean like it's normal this is fine like I'm gonna go tra- train right now I'm gonna go run and people who don't live here and don't live in a humid climate are like oh it's horrible and I'm like ha ha okay not really ha but like you get what I'm saying. Anyway, uh, so it was overcast, foggy. It was a little bit cooler for this run. I felt so good. And it was just like, it was a good run. And I felt so redeemed and rejuvenated again after a terrible wine dine weekend. So that kind of got me back on track. Like, oh, yes, I love to run. Like that kind of run. It was good. And I passed a very attractive man on this run. I said, and if you can't see and you're not on YouTube, I turned my head around. I said double take. Um, but it was one of those things where like I pass a lot of the same people in these neighborhoods. And like you, you, if, if you kind of are near a schedule, I'm not on a schedule really. But like I'll end up seeing like similar people, um, similar people, <laughs> the same people I meant. <laughs> um, and you kind of get um, start recognizing faces is really what I'm saying. But uh I guess he was doing an out and back or something but I was like looping around through some of the neighborhoods so I passed him once and then we passed again because I guess he turned around and then I also turned around and was going back the other way and wow all I have to say was uh do I need to run in the same exact place at the same exact time next week uh see see you again sir but I didn't so that was really sad but anyway got back from that run felt so good and I cleaned my entire house after, and then I went to the outlet mall and got all my steps in. I was like, I was on a high or something, like runner's high that day. I said, let's get her done. And I got over 30,000 steps that day, <laughs> which is pretty good. Um, not bad, not bad. But then week 21, uh, on the schedule, we had two 45-minute runs and a seven-mile long run, which... I also felt really good during these two, um, but for the first training run, we've kind of shifted into this uh, cold front here in Florida. Uh, it is freezing out, and I say that like tongue in cheek now, but um, it's really cold. But I stepped out for my first forty-five minute run. And I said, "Oh, it was fifty degrees," and I'm used to just thro- like throwing on a run Disney race shirt and like my shorts, and I'm good to go. And you never have to check the weather because you just know it's going to be warm and humid. But now that we're like actually settling into winter here, um, 
I like have to look at the weather and like plan out the timing and especially with daylight savings like I have to wait for the sun to come up and make sure I time my runs and stuff but I I saw that it was going to be cooler I think and I just like um had like a a three-quarter zip or I guess a quarter zip technically a quarter zip sweatshirt on top and I wore like leggings and I walked out and I was like <gasps> holy crap it is it is really cold like it was a shock to the system and I decided to just go with it and not like go back inside and grab anything else it's like I'm already out the door like if we turn around we're not coming back out kind of thing so you gotta just suck it up and it actually took me a long time to warm up like for the first two miles I was still numb like my legs like would not warm up and like my muscles were so tight and again like my body was not used to this and I didn't know like how to warm up better or faster or like any of that so that was a bit of a a struggle and then I knew for later that I would bundle up better. So um, my seven mile long run came around and I bundled up. I, I pulled out the run Disney puffer and everything. And it was, again, I think barely 50 degrees. And also like still like there's still humidity in the air. So that makes it so much like chillier. And I think I, I put on like compression sleeves for the sole purpose of like adding warmth to my legs <laughs> because I normally don't wear them if I'm doing less than like eight or nine miles like if I'm doing like that and up I'll usually wear like compression sleeves and all that just as like preventative for my shins and stuff um but I, I decided to wear them because I was like I'm gonna be freezing but I have you know the earband the puffer jacket the gloves had it all and also trying out my new uh, Lulu leggings. So it was good. I, I, it was so much better that like I could prepare and like layer up to begin with. And I warmed up so much faster. And I actually did more warming up like inside my house before I even stepped out to go run. With like some leg swings to warm up my hips and my back. And like a little bit more like dynamic stretching and warm ups. Which I, I never really do like I do a little bit of like some leg swings maybe and like a little bit of like warming up and stretching the calves like just a a little bit and not even before like every single run but this time I like full force had to do like an actual warm-up before leaving the house which was like very weird for me but that actually helped a lot and then I ended up ditching my uh puffer jacket after mile one and it worked out exactly like I knew it would because I knew I would come back to my house and drop the jacket and then continue on but it went so much better. So if I'm prepared for the cold, then it's okay. When I'm not prepared for it, that's when it's just, uh, I'm going to whine to everyone and everyone's going to yell at me. So, but I, like I said, I did not see the attractive man again. It was really sad and I went the same way. So that was a letdown. Uh, I did not pack any other fuel like I really should have because it takes me longer than an hour to run seven miles, which like technically I think you should be fueling for every hour of like exercise you're doing, like if it's like higher intensity like running is. So I I should have, but it was one of those things where I'd already walked out the door and I, I'm not going back in. Like it's going to – like I – with my dog, like I have her like prepped and like I – kind of have to sneak out in the mornings and like she'll go back to bed but if I go back in then she's like 
she'll get all riled and it's just like a whole thing now and didn't want to do all that so um did not take any fuel with me so I only had my water bottle and then I have like a Gatorade and water mixture that I always run with so that was it and I mean it was fine I was starving at the end of it but I mean I got through it fine and I ended up doing like over seven and a half miles because I like did not gauge the distance (laughs) for my path that I took so it ended up being over because I was like well I gotta get home so here I go but I mean I think that can only help me realize doing more so it's fine I felt like so good after but I went to Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom after and I think it's really good to stack training days and park days because again getting all those steps can only help me I got over like 31,000 steps that day feeling good and I can tell that I'm like not feeling uh like sore really after and I don't really need recovery which that's where the training comes in and that's where I can tell that like my body's been putting in the work and oh oh and I didn't even write this down actually but I like I said I what I've been trying to focus on doing more strength training and so on my run days I'll come in and do like a Peloton workout, like a strength for runners or like ab workout and like a yoga flow or something to really build up that like that strength training on the side. (laughs) And I found the best ab workout circuit, like the best. It's by Ben on Peloton. If you are on the Peloton app, um, I don't know the name of it. I don't know his last name, but he's wearing a blue shirt and and it's an ab exercise and it's kind of towards the beginning middle on the list of classes for um core if you want to look it up but it's like a 20 minute ab no no is it 20 or 10 minutes I think it's 10 minutes actually I was like that wouldn't make sense if it was 20 that'd be intense but like I think it's a 10 minute one um but oh my gosh does this one like work the abs I was like I if I did this every day I could have a six pack (laughs) okay no not really but it's like I just felt so good about it so I'm gonna try and keep that up between now and marathon weekend and we'll we'll see how it goes because your core core strength is so good and can only help you and it's so good for preventing injuries because let's face it basically every injury in my non-professional opinion (laughs) can stem from having a weak core like oh, your lower back hurts? Well, you have a weak core. And I I feel like I can say that because, I mean, obviously not in every situation. Please don't take everything I say literally. But as someone who has like suffered from chronic back pain and I have degenerative discs in my spine and like I've had so much, I've had dancer's hip and I was sway back and I've always had issues with my back. Like, really strengthening your lower abdominal walls and like your muscles down there which I'm sorry if I'm not using the correct terminology I'm not a doctor I'm not a scientist so sorry but um (laughs) from what I know from experience is like when I strengthen my lower abs it releases pressure off my back so much and like watching your posture when you're standing and like engaging your core and you don't have to have like a six-pack flat stomach to be able to do that and a lot of people don't realize that like 
strengthening your core like that helps so much and it prevents so many other injuries and maybe sore spots and things like that so I mean that's just some food for thought and my little two cents on that but again since I have struggled with a lot of lower back and hip pain especially and like my hip flexors and things focusing on the core and doing my my clamshell workouts for the hips um makes a huge difference so definitely trying to stay on that but anyway my little uh rant there strengthen your core do it um moving on final segment by the numbers Okay, countdowns from posting date, which is November 22nd, ah! which by the way, happy Thanksgiving week. I hope you have an amazing holiday week and and if you're doing something, I hope it's great. If you're not doing something, rest up, cozy up. I hope that's great also. So uh, I'm there with you. I think for Thanksgiving, I'm going to go to like brunch or something at Disney Springs because I will not be cooking and maybe go to the parks for like some drinks. So it's the holiday and it's going to be fun. But anyway, uh, Adobe Challenge, January 4th through 8th. We are one month and 13 days away. That is 43 days, people. Yikes. Princess Weekend, February 23rd through the 26th. We are three months and one day away. Oh, that, that's creeping up. But I'm, I'm only doing the 10K. I'm only doing 6.2 miles that weekend, so teehee for me. Springtime Surprise Challenge, April 13th through 16th. Once again, I'm doing the full challenge, 5K, 10K, and 10 miler. Pixar theme, I'm really excited. We've got four months and 22 days for that. And of course, that is the same weekend that Taylor Swift is in Tampa. So uh, also countdown to Taylor Swift, apparently. And pace update. I I'm I live in the 12 to 13 minute zone so that's just that's where I live <laughs> total mileage for these past two weeks was basically like 12 to 14 miles a week which it feels so low but I know like we're supposed to be building up and like kind of taking like the Galloway method is more like a teetering mileage situation where like you'll do the long long run and then the week after you'll do go back down and do like a shorter long run so I don't know I don't know. Next week, week 22, listen to this. It's another mini dopey simulation week where we've got two 45-minute runs on the schedule, a four-mile walk, I believe, um, and then a 10-mile run, and then a 23-mile run. So uh, if you didn't have plans, now you do, and you'll be running for the whole weekend, basically. So (laughs) I... I plan on doing the 45s and maybe the 4 and 10. Like for, for the walking days and stuff, I basically, if I go to a park or something or if I do a lot of movement and walking, I kind of call it good for those walking days. But like I might take it more seriously this week. And then for the 23-mile long run, I might only do like 20. Because for one nine, technically we had a 20-mile long run on the schedule, but I was like, I'm doing the – one dine challenge it's fine and I, I only did the 13 I mean following the six on the day before but you know um so I don't know we'll see like I don't know if I'm ready to fully jump to 23 quite yet so I think I might do 20 this weekend and then uh fast forward to week 25 where we had a full dopey simulation on the schedule basically 
and they want you to run a full marathon, which I will not be doing. Um, maybe that weekend I'll push it up to like 23 or 24. Cause then at that point you're only one, two, three weeks away from actual Joby weekend. So <gasps> we'll see. I'll, uh, I'll get back to you. But, uh, anyways, thank you so much for tuning in and get moving.